From the journal of Father Nahum Zen, Priest of Theos, Order of Archand. Aether 3, 2, 2015, AWS. The month of Aether is determined to remind us how it loves rain. Everything I own is soaked to its very essence. I believe that even my bones are drowned. It is only by the mystical hand of my gnome companion, Tyvir, that I am able to dry my book to write. The winter is behind us and the snow has softened the ground. Deus, in his infinite love for his creatures, has blessed me with a test of sanity. My undergarments are wet and chafe my nethers. His name be praised. We have been on the road now for more than a week, and I am regretting this journey to the western wildland beyond the safe eye of the Crystal Towers of Galen. I left in hope of gaining knowledge in accordance with our Founder's edict. I was excited to see what was beyond the last bastion of civilization. The tales of monsters, barbarians, and small kingdoms, with princesses of marrying age in need of spiritual guidance, one hopes, filled my mind. Instead what I find is mud. trees bushes, and mud. Aether 3, 3. More rain, more mud. Deus gave his creatures wine. His name be praised. Without it, I would be mad. To further test my patience and make me a stronger priest, the elf, Renault, won't stop singing and juggling. It was acceptable at first. Maybe even impressive, given the slickness of the blades he tosses about. However, it has lost its appeal after days of travel. My hatred of his antics is the only thing distracting me from the fact that I have mushrooms growing in my boots. Tyvir and I made it very clear that it would be better to travel in silence at this time. Separately, we announced different reasons to avoid confrontation. I announced a spiritual fast from speaking for the rest of the week. My hope was that Renault would understand that speaking to me would hurt my spiritual fast, and he would have the decency to leave me alone. On the contrary, he took it to mean he could speak and sing ad nausea. Apparently, he delights in trying to get me to break my fast, and so he speaks to me more than he does to Divere. One hopes that Deus forgives some light homicide. Aether 3-6 We are trapped in this seemingly endless bog which I wish I could scrub from my memory. Mosquitoes are plentiful. When I kill one, two more would appear in its place as if the rain was some magical mosquito-breeding elixir. Their movement was slow and we lost a donkey to a broken leg. We split the weight of the supplies on its back and gave the rest to the swamp. After the first day, even Renault lost his pleasant demeanor, and we traveled in silence. Those curse me. I long for his songs now. Keeping pace with us through the day were cries. The sounds of children laughing surrounds us with every step. I don't know if they were real or spirits. All I know is the voices never leave us. They speak to each other in a language I do not know. Tyvir said they were the children of the bog, but I've never heard of living creatures with voices of this kind. 
speak in high pitches, and yet are guttural. With each syllable pronounced in this alien tongue, my stomach tightened, and I feel as though I would vomit. I feel a dread I haven't felt since before I went to the orphanage. We agreed not to sleep and travel straight through the bog. Though at night, the voices became stronger. I'm sure that I saw the form of three young girls running through the bog next to me. A mist clung to the brackish water, and it hid the ethereal visages of these young girls. I could see enough of them as they darted in and out of the mist. I swear their eyes were nothing but sockets. Their mouths hung open, motionless maws, even as they talked and laughed. I said nothing, and neither did Renault or Tyvere. The look in my companion's eyes let me know that they had seen these demonic forms as well 